It seems like creativity is a topic near and dear to many of your hearts. In the good space community, it's definitely a big one for me. It's something that I've always been drawn to and have chosen in my career path throughout my whole life. And I had this epiphany that this is the message I'm supposed to spread, is that each of us are a creative being. We're meant to create, whether that's five minutes a day or five hours a day. We each have something that we are meant to birth and bring into the world from nothing to something. And the episode that I released this week was with Taryn Scally, my best friend. We talked about the importance of creativity and a lot about the things that kind of stifle that desire or ability to be creative, whether it's teachers, family members, society saying this is the timeline you're supposed to be on and you have to be practical. And there's just a dozen of reasons why someone wouldn't want to be creative. And I want to change that. I want to inspire you to get in touch with your inner creative, get in touch with your inner wisdom, because that's truly what creativity does. It opens the portal to the divine, to your inner wisdom. It makes it a safe fun way to do that. And the evolution and joy and confidence that can come from a consistent creative practice is just unreal. I've experienced it in my own life. And I hope that if you don't already have time set aside to be creative, that you feel encouraged to do so after you listen to this. So on Instagram and threads, I asked people what their biggest struggle with creativity was. And so I want to share some of the responses. If I feel like I want to expand upon or share anything, then I will do that. I'm just kind of winging this. So hopefully this is helpful. Okay. So I asked, what is your biggest struggle with creativity? Someone said, staying focused on one project at a time. I just want to do it all at the same time. That is definitely understandable because creativity is wild in nature, right? It's a feminine energy. It goes where it goes, it flows. And without the counterpart of the masculine to ground it, it can feel like you're just everywhere. And so to this, when this person says staying focused on one project at a time. So I guess my question is, is this like a job or something with a deadline or is there a reason that you have to stay focused on one project at a time? Because you can have creative projects that you chip away at and you pick up based on how you're feeling, or maybe creativity is part of your actual job or someone else is depending on a result or an outcome. And so staying focused on a project is relevant. So if that's the case, I guess I just feel like you try to ebb and flow with your feelings as much as possible, right? Like today, I wanted to write a page for my book. It hasn't happened. I've been pulled left and right because of client work. I haven't gotten there yet. And even if I don't write a full page, if I can at least write two words or two lines, then I have to be okay with that. So I would just say when it comes to creativity, it's okay if you want to do it all at the same time. Maybe you can give yourself buckets, right? So Monday, that's when I write. Tuesday, that's when I paint. Wednesday, that's when I dance. I mean, obviously, these are random examples, but I think giving a little bit of a boundary might help. So then it's like the masculine counterbalancing the feminine. 
either way, I don't know if that's going to help because I struggle with that same thing. That's such a big struggle. Okay. So the next one that I got was creating for creative sake, not to monetize it. This one is all the things. So society subconsciously teaches us that everything has to equate to money. And I'm also learning that money is just energy. And obviously we hear that, but to actually truly feel it in your bones and believe it as a new belief is a different story. So the first thing I would think about is what is giving that pressure, right? To monetize it. I know for me, it's again, that narrative that things are only valuable if they equal money. And so I've really been questioning and fighting, not fighting, but butting up against that belief because what I actually value is loyalty, love, family, expansiveness, and having the freedom to freedom of time. So those things I actually value a lot more and money can often get me those things. And so that's when it becomes important. But I think it's just reminding ourselves that you know what, creating for creative's sake, that is actually more valuable to me than the need to make money right now. And so obviously we need to pay our bills. That's not what I'm saying, like quit your job and like just be creative. But I think it's just a natural conversation that we have with ourselves where we say, hey, you know, I'm going to create and I'm just going to have fun. I'm not going to have expectation. I'm not going to have an outcome or an end or a purpose to anyone but myself. Like, I think that's it too, is like, we can create just for our own joy and for ourselves. It doesn't have to be for an exterior or external thing. And obviously, the person who asked this question knows it, obviously. And you listening knows this. We know this mentally, but it's just harder in practice. So I would just say, be a rebel. Think of it as I'm rebelling. I'm rebelling against society. I'm rebelling against my conditioning. I'm creating just to create. And it's going to feel uncomfortable at first, but it will start feeling better and better. And soon that tight wound feeling around creativity will start to loosen. This next one was super interesting. They said what they struggle the most with creativity is having good taste in art, but not being able to meet my own standards. Ooh, so, so good. This is exactly how I felt when I worked in the music industry. I had good taste in music. I have good taste in music. I understood the elements of a good song. I understand the sound, the why a melody worked, why certain words and phrases and changes work. I understood it, why bridges work, how to create a good bridge, which is a part in a song where the key changes and it's kind of a buildup. If you're a Taylor Swift fan, Cruel Summer is an example of a bridge that just went crazy on TikTok. It's a great bridge. So anyway... I understand this so much, and this is just a sign of skill level. So when I was in music, I had good taste, but because I didn't know scales, because I didn't play piano, because I didn't have like the musicology down, people would often doubt me. But when I would create songs and it would be finished and it would be a hit song, then they would start to see things differently. But I'm sure in this case where this person sent it in, that's really frustrating. So when it comes to like a tactile art form, whether it's photography or painting or drawing, like I'm sure that must be so frustrating knowing what's really good and then not being able to meet 
your own standards. And I think just with time and practice, it'll get better and better. And I admire you for being able to see that and also knowing where you can go, like knowing, okay, I'm not quite there yet, but I know where I want to go. And that's actually really exciting. And it's encouraging because most creatives, even the ones that we look up to as really professional and they're on their A game and they're what I aspire to be, they too have these thoughts and these moments. And so I love hearing this because all creatives have these worries or struggles that they deal with. So the next one said that staying authentic without outside inspirations or influence to impact their art too much. Another great struggle. Oh my gosh, these are so good. I feel like I want to keep asking this question. That is really hard. (laughs) It's really hard to stay authentic without being influenced too much from outside. Because I actually had this conversation with my friend Taryn about if you were to just not watch TV, not be on social media, not read any books, would you be able to then just be completely authentic at what you created? And I actually did a little test where I didn't read a book for a week and a half, two weeks. And I actually got really depressed not reading books. And that experiment did not work for me because I realized I get inspired when I'm reading. I get inspired when I'm growing and evolving. And I think that having the right influences in your life can actually enhance and encourage your art. And no art is completely unique and never been done before. Everything is inspired by something else. And that's also speaks to humanity. We're social beings. We live in communities. We inspire and influence each other. And I think in this case, where you're literally looking at maybe other people who are creating similar art forms as you. So for example, when I'm writing, it's probably best that I don't write or read a lot of people who write similar to me or who I would be tempted to kind of emulate. Or I'm sure it's the same with art. If you're painting or taking pictures, maybe it's better to not consume too much of the style that you're going for. So then you don't find yourself imitating or grabbing from someone else. And so just be selective with, yeah, the kind of inspirations and influence. And obviously, I'm sure a lot of this you understand and know already. And it's just, yeah, I just love it because I feel the same exact way. It's just controlling your consumption. And that's the same with anything, right? We talk about spirituality, self-development, growth, And we just need to be aware of what we're consuming. We need to have boundaries because no one's going to make those boundaries for us. And with that too, I also think when you do morning pages, I think even if you're not a writer, doing morning pages is a great idea. It's writing three pages stream of consciousness by hand. That gets you in a really authentic space. That gets you to connect with your inner wisdom and to understand what you're meant to be creating. And that really sets the tone for that authenticity. So if it's not morning pages, maybe there's other practices we could do to get into that creative space. But I definitely think that is a constant struggle when we are just bombarded and surrounded by influence all the time. Okay. So this next struggle, they said having confidence and believing in your process. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I feel like this is something I constantly struggle with constantly. Like even right now, as I'm speaking, I'm just thinking, oh my gosh, 
what I'm saying is so dumb. No one's going to care what I'm saying. I'm rambling, all of these things. But I think that's absolutely true that you have to have confidence and believe in your process with creativity because so much that's out on the internet, at least in the spaces that I am in, people make it seem like there is a process and a timeline and a way to do things because everyone's trying to sell a course or a process or a way or path. And so it's really easy to believe that if my process is different, then it must be wrong because it hasn't been done before, or it's different than what is shown to be successful for someone else. But the one thing I've learned is success is not repeatable. Like the exact way that someone succeeded cannot be replicated for someone else. And it's okay if your process is different and just trusting yourself. And again, I guess it comes back to that confidence, right? Having confidence and belief in your process. So definitely something that I struggle with a lot. And I'm sure a lot of creatives listening to this do as well. And I totally relate. And I think it's just continuing to just pivot your thoughts and your feelings and being like, okay, this is how we're doing it. This is what feels right. This is what feels aligned. That's definitely something I'm working on right now myself. So I have a copywriting business in addition to the good space. And I took a little break from the daily emails and have been journaling and doing morning pages. And the result that I've got from that is I'm supposed to be chipping away at a book that I've had an idea for that involves creativity. Even if it's just a page a day, just doing that every day, writing the good space emails, which are now switching from daily. So Monday to Friday, now they're going to be Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And it scares me because it's different and it's change. And then I felt inspired to grow my copywriting business, which I had been resisting for years. I didn't want to grow it, but it's really the path of least resistance for me right now. And the way that I'm going about it feels so different than other people in those spaces. So like I'm seeing other wellness emails, I'm seeing other copywriters, and the way I feel is best for me isn't exactly that way. And I'm really nervous because when you don't see the proof in front of you, you think, oh my gosh, am I really able to do this? And so I'm going through that process right now. So if you are as well, let's do this together and just keep trusting that voice and see what happens. Okay. So just a couple more from threads. So someone said that creativity never comes when they're sitting down trying to be creative. It mainly comes to them when they're in motion or doing other things which I love because that's the nature of creativity is it's free flowing. It's loose. It's not forced. It's not rigid. It's very much a, you have to be in flow kind of energy. And I'm definitely reminded of that all the time. And it's very true that usually when you're in motion or you're just not forcing your mind to focus on something, that's when you're relaxed enough to receive And so I love that. And if you're this kind of person too, where it's like, oh, it's in motion. When I'm in motion, that's when the creativity comes to me. Then I say, have either a recorder or just your phone with, you know, write notes in there. Or if you have a sketch pad or whatever it is, just be ready to capture it, which is actually funny too, because artists like Prince and Michael Jackson, they always talked about how things would just come to them when they're walking down the hallway or doing something random. And so even Prince had 
recording equipment in every area of his house. So anytime inspiration struck, he could record it. So that is absolutely part of creativity, which I love. So this next one is their struggle with creativity is the moment I put pressure on myself to be creative and feel pressure of time. Ooh, so this is a good one. Because not only often do we feel like, okay, I want to be creative and we put pressure, but then I don't have a lot of time. And so this is where expectation comes into play. And this is something I've had to unlearn and uncondition myself from is that you show up, you just show up and God, the universe, it's their job to send you the creativity. So it's almost like a releasing of control. And so now I've had moments where I show up for my book nothing comes out. And I'm like, okay, well, I showed up. So off I go. I only had 30 minutes. So, oh, well, maybe tomorrow. And it's kind of just releasing that pressure and allowing creativity to be in its element, which again is freedom and flow. And it comes when it wants to come. We can't control it. We can't tame it. We can't rein it in, which it sucks because my ego and like my organizing type brain wants to be able to do that. And we can't. And so it's something that I've had to surrender to and release all the time. Okay. So this last one is actually very interesting. He says his struggle with creativity is rest. Coming from the corporate world, I'm actively trying to reframe productivity and prioritize rest to show up fresh. Okay. So this is what's interesting because, well, maybe it's a struggle from someone who's in the corporate world and trying to reframe productivity for sure. But the funny thing is rest actually makes you more able to be creative. And so I love that they said this. And absolutely, it would be a struggle if you are coming from an environment that's very go, 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 deadline driven. You have piles of things on your, you know, your desk or your inbox and you have all these projects going at once. And that's what you're rewarded for. That's what the world tells you is productive and successful is you're always busy and you seem busy. And so I love this and I think rest, that's perfect. So yeah. And if you have any struggles with creativity that you want to share, please email me or message me on Instagram. I'd love to hear or go on our threads post and share yours. If you like what you're hearing so far and feel inspired or changed or just motivated after hearing this message, please consider joining our membership. We work so hard to dissect information and make it simple and digestible for you so you can go out in the world and be a light, connect to your authentic self. And we really want to continue being that landing place for you. So if you're considering even one message or brand to support, we hope that you'll consider ours. And if you want a link for that, it is in the show notes.